2: Hey, everybody. Welcome into the new newest episode of Half Street High Heat. Thank you for joining us, as always. I am your host, Amanda White. You can follow me on Twitter at AWhite7877. I am joined, as always, by my fabulous co-hosts, Nick and yes. Ryan. <laughs> you can find them on Twitter at... Uh, I'm sorry. I'm stumbling over my words because I'm reading something. My at white
3: 7877
1: Double followers. followers. <laughs>
2: oh good lord It's gonna be one of those times okay at dc Nat Shack, you can follow the show at half street high heat and uh, we're doing this for the dmv sports network you can follow them at dmv underscore sn and be sure to check out the website as well dmvsportsnetwork.com to get all your daily content and uh, if you subscribe to the show you'll get notices whenever we record and uh, we'd love reviews and uh, talk to us on twitter we always love to hear from you guys so hi guys how was your week
3: Pretty great. I thought the Nats were back and,
2: uh, no. I just said they're back in Washington in that sense. Then yes. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Back to their old shenanigans. I don't know. There's uh, a lot of things they're back to.
3: They are who they are. And that's the episode.
2: (laughs) That's the episode. Thank you (laughs) for joining us.
3: (laughs) Yeah, that's the episode.
2: (laughs) None of us wants to talk about the Nats. (laughs) So, yeah. So the Nats are bad, um, but so is the rest of the NL East, which is nice. Ryan, would you give us your weekend recap?
0: Yeah, um, only the Nats are bad. So for the first time this season, uh, (laughs) the Marlins have a three-game winning streak. That doesn't mean they're not bad. The The Nationals are the only team in baseball without a three-game winning streak. (laughs) The Nats are poverty and are worse than a 13-31 and team. The Marlins shut out the Mets in back-to-back games and gave up a combined three hits. And the first time in the month, the Nationals won a series. They took 2 of 3 against the Mets, who are a disaster right now. Um, And then reality hit every single delusional Nats fan in the face when the bullpen gave up 11 runs in three innings. The Nats won Saturday. I went. I had a great time. I caught a T-shirt. I tried the mumbo chicken sandwich in the red porch. I had ice cream. I had a beer. I had a really good time, if anyone's wondering. Wow, uh, you
3: treated yourself. I
0: really did because the Nats suck. and You um, deserve it, King. Yeah, and they're playing right now, so they're either going to be seven games back or eight games back. Either way, not good. And then we move on to the Mets. Uh, Jacob DeGrom becomes the second pitcher this year to give up seven runs to the Marlins, with Max Scherzer being the other pitcher to do so. Um the Mets are a disaster. They've lost five in a row. They're twenty and twenty-five, and Mickey and Cal- Mickey Callaway are numbers numbered, and he's probably gonna be fired within the next week or so because uh, they're terrible. And then the Braves realize if it ain't broke, don't fix it. They're seven and two in games. Ac- uh, Acuna leads off. Uh, they lead baseball in runs scored, average, and OPS during those games. Freddie Freeman proves that racism never wins as he hits a walk off against noted racist Josh Hader. Eat it, Josh Hader. They've won <laughs> seven of nine and are 25 and 22. And then after dropping two of three to the Brewers, the Phillies take care of business, gets the uh, the Rockies. Bryce hits the third longest home run in Citizens Bay Park history. And then he hits the game winning home run earlier today. They are in first place for another week and are 27 and 19. So, that sucker like again. And there you have it. That's it, at least.
3: Uh. That's <laughs> the Nats are just there's like nothing redeeming about them. Like I guess you could argue are starting pitching, but you go from Strasburg one game going like one of his best starts in recent memory, and then
0: you get Helixon today, <laughs> like uh, three walks and a hit and a hit batsman in the first inning. Um, went three innings. <laughs> I mean, like it's terrible. It's yeah, like. like you don't and even you have, get to enjoy it. Exactly. Then you have Corbin pitching, and then Sanchez fogs up, who thankfully got hurt because I cannot watch 0-6 with a 6 ERA anymore. So shout-out to him for pulling his hamstrings. So great yeah. guy. But then again, they're going to replace him with Fetty, who's probably going to be just as bad. Shout-out to Amanda, who said uh, Sanchez was providing exactly what we needed out of our uh, four-starter.
2: So. <laughs> hey, you know what? At the time, he was things well, changed. At the, t-
0: at the time, he was zero and three. It's like a five ERA. <laughs> yep, that's exactly what. Hey, we're that was not
2: bad time. for our pitchers. <laughs> a five ERA is not bad on this team. You're like in the you're in the the top half of top half of pitchers.
3: Well, your bar is extremely low.
2: Uh, well, this <laughs> team has made my bar extremely low this year.
3: Yeah, uh, but pick, yes, obviously you, you Sanchez in the World Series, the, so
2: yeah well i'm a blind homer i mean that's been well established but
0: yeah blind is for sure hey my world series picked the cubs i have the (laughs) second best record in the national league so you you literally like rescinded that on your mulligan segment doesn't matter i'm still gonna post an episode (laughs) and they make it to the world series and tell everyone that was right
2: well i'm I'm not gonna post the mulligan part i'm gonna pick the part (laughs) where i
0: picked them in the first place.
2: Oh, good grief. Well, I don't know who's going to go to the World Series this year, but I do know it is not going to be the Nats. So we can Pretty, consider that fully rescinded. Breaking, breaking, breaking news. Breaking, breaking, news. <laughs> breaking news. I don't know much, but I know Nats <laughs> not in the World Series. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm going to go out on a limb here and say that's not good.
3: Yeah, All right, limb. so
2: let's talk about how would we handle the Nats. Nick, you want to take this segment?
3: Yeah, I mean, basically it's straightforward. Uh, I've seen a lot of uh, Amanda's blind homers posse on Twitter basically just say, well, what would you do differently? So here's our chance to answer it. Um, Amanda, do you want to stand up for your, your blind homer posse? And, uh, I, will. In fact,
2: would I to change my name on twitter to blind homer posse because i do like that turn of phrase yeah, but uh, myself. the first thing that i would do differently is i would fire davy because while he is not the only problem on this team by a long shot he is a huge problem there are there are so many examples of mismanagement that everybody says well with this bullpen nobody could win and that's true but he makes horrible decisions night in and night out just today he just let jeremy hellickson hit for himself and then took him out in the next inning it is inexplicable the idiot
0: four-man bench i get that one yeah that's. I,
2: I i suppose but i don't you know with it they're only down by three it's like are you are you throwing in the towel when you're down by three runs i don't know and yeah. it's just one in a, of a million examples of Davey making decisions that i hate
3: yeah he he's definitely not the brightest that's for sure And plus, I mean, he still loves the Cubs, and that's why he's doing this. He's being an idiot, so the Cubs can win. Exactly. Yeah.
0: Um, I'll tell you what I do. You fire Davey today. um, You you know you're going to fire him. Like, what's what's the point of him being here? And you figure out what you got. What's the issue with this team? What's not working? And then at the deadline, they're going to be out of it, and you cannot pass on an opportunity to sell when you have the 26-ranked farm system and an aging roster. So – All expiring contracts need to be on the block. That includes uh, Anthony Rendon, um, Adamine, Adamine or Michael A. Taylor. One of them needs to be traded. And then you explore uh, Max Scherzer. I'm not saying trade him, but I'm saying you need to have that conversation. And then if you get a package that blows your mind away, or as Ken Rosenthal said, a godly (coughs) return, you send him out. And then suddenly your farm system's looking pretty nice, and you still have a young core. You clear a lot of money. You don't pick up Ryan Zimmerman's option. You say, See ya, buddy. You're now working in the farms, in the front office. That's another 18 million. You attack in free agency and start over again next year with Joe Girardi as your manager. If that doesn't work, you fire everyone and you trade anyone to everyone and just do a good old fashioned rebuild. Boom.
3: Jeez. Well, I mean, mine is uh, definitely similar to Ryan's. And honestly, the the same starting points, you got to fire David. There's not one redeeming quality about him. Um, He hasn't shown any, like, there's no pros to him. The only pro to him is that, like, you wouldn't have to get a new manager. But that's not necessarily a pro at this point. Um, But then, yeah, I honestly agree with Ryan. I guess if you want to speak in technicalities, the Nats could uh, climb their way back into the race Uh, by the deadline but i just don't see it happening not with this bullpen and not with this manager so if we're in a position to sell which we will be um agree with ron you got to trade the expiring contracts first just to put names to that um that's people like unfortunately howie um dozier rosenthal adams um adams although i believe adams has an option but still adams um, feel bad for Adams. It's his second year in a row being traded from the Nats, but that honestly, he might like that, considering how we're playing now. Um, if you can, you trade my Clay Taylor. I don't know what the option is with him at this point, um, but yeah, I think you. No matter what happens, I think you absolutely need to trade those guys. Um, I think you really do need to trade Rendon just for the farm. Um, there's no reason you can't go out and get him in free agency if you really want him back free that tweet. badly so it it's not that it's not like goodbye necessarily, but you need to trade it. I'll see you later, yeah, like see
1: <laughs> you later
3: <laughs> um no like you you can actually go get him in free agency and like sign him to the deal you normally would, but also you have all those prospects you got for him at the deadline it it's a win win at that point he's just wasted on your team for the remainder of the season if you just like, keep him, and it means nothing. Um, I can agree with Ryan. I think you should explore um, what Eaton's value is, because maybe a team bites and you kind of get uh, an offer that really that really wows you. Um, I think uh, you trade Annabelle Sanchez, too, because he's a starter. He's an arm. Some team will take him. Um, so you, you're – Rotation just rolls with Fetty and Helixson slash Ross. Uh, I don't think you trade Max. I, don't, I really don't see a world where you can trade Max, so that's the one part I disagree with Ryan. But everything else, yeah, it, it's as close to a fire sale as you can get. Um, you got to get a new manager. You got to get new life in the farm and uh, go from there. But, I mean, you really cannot afford to mess up this deadline and – especially with how much we messed it up last year. And
0: that that's the biggest point you need to – you need more assets. Exactly. Like, you can't have two seasons in a row where you should have sold and didn't sell. If you don't sell when you're supposed to, it completely ruins you. And it sets you back years and years and years. Like, you can yeah. sell and still try to contend next year. Look at the Yankees. They sold yep. their uh, two best people and they got a freaking haul in return for them, and now those guys are the reason why they were in the ALCS next year, and they've been a 100 one team since.
3: Yeah, and they're yeah, even, it's they're a even really contributing this year, too.
2: Yeah, I think yeah. I, I would like to have what I would call a soft rebuild. If they're if they're going to remain yeah, as far out of it as it they are, I, I don't want to see a fire sale rebuild at this point. I, I don't want to see them trade Max. I think Max, there's more to Max than just what he brings on the field. There's the the allure of him, what he does for the fan base. There's the fact that he's going to be the first national in the Hall of Fame. I mean, I I, I don't think you trade Max, but the rest yeah. of it I can get behind. I mean, you got to see what you can get and try to move. You know some players and, and restock the farm, but I don't want them to, I don't want them to go into a full rebuild to the point where they couldn't contend next year because yeah. there's still a lot of talent on this team.
3: And yeah, I can absolutely agree with calling it a soft rebuild because obviously you still have some core pillars to build around with your big three in the rotation and then people like Soto, Trey, uh, Robles, and um, him coming up. Um, one thing I will say, and Ryan mentioned it, but I have an additional thought. You definitely don't bring back Zim, and if you do bring him back, it's for much less money, so you decline his option anyways, and you don't bring him back as a starter. If he accepts the bench role, great. If not, then he can move into the front office like he wants to. But I really do think that Soto's future is at first base. Oh, absolutely. I don't think he's an outfielder, and I think you can – I mean, you're. that's not something you can do midseason, but in the offseason, if you go – into 2020 with the idea that Soto is going to convert to first base. You do that. Now he's still young. He can still learn the position. Uh, mm-hmm. I think he needs to, he's not providing anything defensively. You still have Robles in center. Um, it, whether you keep eating or not, you still have him in right. And if not, I mean, you can, you can find people to replace him.
2: Yeah, outfielders are um, a dime a dozen.
3: <laughs> right. But in the um, off season with free agents, I think, this is my perfect world, but they w- definitely won't do it. But just my off-season wish list, you move Soto to first and you go and you pay up for Marcelo Zuna because he is a scary bat and that's what we really need in this lineup. And you, you get him with Soto, maybe if they really want to pay up, get Rendon back, you're looking a lot better.
2: Yeah, that so, would improve the lineup immensely. Yeah. And I do think that they should just get, or I don't, I don't think they should bring Ryan back in any form. I, I, I'd like to see him. He's been such, such an important part of this team in its history that I want to see him go out in a dignified way. I don't want to see him come back on a short, you know, on a cheap contract as a bench guy. Yeah. Like, I think they should just decline his option and offer him a front office role. It's like, in his contract.
0: So, as like, soon as he retires, he's moving into that role. So, just like, retire right now, dude. Like, it's a business. Him playing is right. only going to hurt the team. Yeah, he, exactly. He's not and honestly, anything. I don't
2: think he wants to hurt the team,
0: you know? Right. And it's not like, yeah, obviously
3: people are going to point out, well, in 2017, he had 30 home runs, 100 RPIs. Right, that yeah, was two he, years ago. Yeah, that was two years ago at this point, and that's great. But he is just not healthy anymore. And when we're going into any season counting on him to be a starter at first base or even play a like a, a good chunk of games at first base, and he can't that's hurting the team, so mm-hmm. like look at yep. look at this year we've had Howie and Gerardo Par play first base for us like that's because we right because his,
2: right, his money's on the books, so if he can't play, then we've got cheap people playing in his place instead of right. going out and getting a good first baseman and either whether they convert soda to first base or they go out and get a first baseman like having that money on the books from from Zimmerman hurts the team yeah. They've, they've got to move on from it. And I know that's hard for a lot of the fans to hear, but mm-hmm. from a baseball perspective and a business perspective, paying him again, it just doesn't make sense.
3: Yeah. And another <clears throat> name I forgot to mention. I love the guy. I think he was one of the good signings this last season, but you probably need to trade Kurt Suzuki too, mm-hmm. because he can probably give you some good, uh, good value back.
2: Although he does seem to remember which pitches he calls, and that's a nice feature in a catcher. I like yeah, that.
3: Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> but...
2: I don't I don't know what's going on with Yon Gomes I keep seeing him like wait is it four times now that he's like forgotten what pitch he called and then we've had like pass balls and I don't know the whole thing's crazy I've never yeah. seen it before
3: and the Nats are a mess <laughs> they the are
2: they are a messy messy mess
0: <laughs> they need to relocate <laughs> I heard Montreal wants a team yeah oh yikes Okay.
2: <laughs> All right, so let's move on to talk about the draft. We're going to finish it up this evening. Draft. So, are we going to what was it? Are we doing 11 or 13? What was the
3: So, we're doing 13. We have 8 so far. We so we will do
2: the final 5 picks today.
3: Um okay. just a quick Is
2: this the 13 includes the manager?
3: Yes, 13 includes the okay. manager. So, we will have 8 fielders, 4 pitchers and a manager. Yeah, he... So just to recap, where everyone stands. This is my team. I have Max, Doolittle, Rendon, Murphy, Strauss, Soto, Fister, and Riggleman. Fister. Um, Amanda has Bryce.
2: Cordero. <laughs> i don't know why
3: you laugh at cordero have you looked at his stats no, no, the no, year I mean, that I mean, he was good <laughs> you, you missed what ryan said it's fine. okay oh. you have bryce cordero clippard trey geo laroche stammen and morse and then ryan has alfonso soriano jordan zimmerman pudge ryan zimmerman roark nick johnson ian desmond and denard span all right so we have all five right. picks left uh, same order, same style, snake draft style, so I will go first. So I addressed the manager, manager, manager position last pick and I need to go catcher this pick and get oh. uh, solidify the catcher and I'm going to go Wilson Ramos.
2: Oh, that was exactly oh. my first pick. Damn it.
3: Well,
0: you suck. Well, it wasn't your first pick because you took uh, Bryce Harper <laughs> your first pick, so <laughs> <Do> better, Amanda. <laughs> <laughs>
3: I think we heard her feelings. I think so too.
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> she's really milking the clock here.
1: <laughs> All right.
3: So, Amanda just texted me her pick. She's going to take Jeremy Helixon, <laughs> And she's taking the 2019 version. All right. Running right, here on the clock.
0: Oh, my God.
3: Kind of want to leave this part in. Same. Ba-da, ba-da,
0: ba-da. She'll realize it. <laughs> oh, she's typing her. She's, she's going excited. Escobar. <laughs> <laughs>
3: wait, 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 We can't hear you. <laughs> I just type that. Clap, 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 clap. <laughs>
0: I can hear you.
1: Oh,
0: no! Oh, no! Oh, no!
1: Ah,
2: damn it! Oh, she's back! Can you hear me?
0: Yeah, we can hear you now.
2: What is wrong with Anchor? Jesus! Alright, you, you guys are going to have some serious uh, editing to do on this episode. I kind
3: of want to leave that part in.
2: <laughs> Alright, uh, so... Did you put yours on your list, Nick? Uh, you no. went Ramos. I did. Okay. I just did. Okay. So I went Yanel Escobar, who in his one year with the Nats hit 314 with 25 doubles and nine homers. And there aren't a lot of good third basemen to choose from. So there you go.
3: Nine homers. Really racking it up.
2: Well, I don't know who else played third base for us. That's worth a damn. So uh,
0: Jake Noll. <laughs> okay. Yeah, um, so I'm on the clock, um, and my right fielder hit 32 doubles, 24 homers, had an 820 OPS in Damn the year it. 2005. I'm taking Jose Guillen. Damn
3: it. You're really going to make me do it, aren't you, Ryan? Do it. You're really going to make me do it.
0: <laughs> do it, baby. I'm not doing it. <laughs>
3: no, I'm not doing it.
0: And then I need a closer, as well as one more pitcher, bongo I'm going closer. He was only here for a couple months. But yeah, had like a 1-3 ERA, 21 saves, and the, I don't think he blew a save. I'm going with my boy, no neck, Mark Melanson.
3: <laughs> he was good when he was here. He was. He's kind of, well, I haven't looked at him lately, but he had a rough year last year, and he's kind of redeeming himself this year. He battled well. injuries last year. Yeah, it is what it is. Did we lose Amanda again? Probably. That's dang androids. <laughs> I know, right? PSA for those listening (laughs) at home. If you have an Android, you suck! (laughs) Amanda, just type your pick. Amanda, if you can hear me, blink twice. Are you in Wisconsin? Oh, she's typing.
1: She's typing.
3: Kurt Suzuki. With Kurt Suzuki, the tenth pick in the second. Oh nope, that's not the tenth pick in the second round. The tenth pick on the second team, second pick of the tenth round. All right. So Amanda went. Kurt Suzuki. She'll join us when she joins us. All right. Let's see. Can you guys, Can you guys hear
2: me? Hear me?
3: Oh, Whoa! You're back. Oh. <laughs> 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 I
1: don't know, I don't know wrong what's wrong with, anger with
3: anger tonight. tonight. Whoa! You're like echoing and it sounds like a, a rave. <sighs> oh, wait. Now, I think now you're good. Say something. Nope, she was not good. Nope. <laughs> Narrative. Narrative. She is not good.
2: No, <laughs> the audio is not good.
3: Oh, okay. So Amanda's going to talk as little as possible. So you're welcome. Heaters. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Amanda, defend yourself. <laughs> all right. <clears throat> so, all right. So,
3: with my pick, I still need a first baseman and I need two outfielders. Oh, and I need a shortstop. <sighs> I'm not doing it, Ryan.
1: Okay. <laughs> You're going to have
3: to. <laughs> no, I can't do it. All right. So, with this pick, I'm going to go with the big power bat. Um, yeah. Some big strikeout years, but in his oh, one pretty good year at the Nats, he had like 255, bunch of bombs, bunch of RBIs. I'm going Adam Dunn, the Dunkey.
0: That's cut. the Dunn chain. <laughs> the,
3: that, that, that. Okay, well, I'm just going to fill another position because I refuse to do what Ryan wants me to do. <laughs> and I'm going shortstop. With the man, the myth, the legend, Christian
1: Guzman.
3: Damn it. That was going to be my second baseman. Well,
2: he was going to be my second basement, uh,
3: well, to suck. My second basement too. <laughs> well, sex is suck times two. <sighs> All right, man. back to you. you get to okay, the I, know I, not your I don't know. <laughs> It's your team. Yes, <laughs> your team. I'm not your GM. <laughs> um... Cabrera. As Drew Ball. Backflip Central. As Drew Ball Cabrera. Yeah, not
2: not a lot lot of good good choices choices left at this point in the
0: draft. You sound (laughs) like a robot. (laughs) Your audio is always going to make me laugh. (laughs) Don't buy androids. (laughs) Alright, so with my next two picks... I'm, I really am
3: not going to edit this out
0: <laughs> just leave
3: it <laughs> I'm just leaving it
0: alright well I'm going to pick so I need a manager, second baseman and a starting pitcher um, for manager I'm going to go I don't want to go I don't want to go, never mind uh, I'm going to take my pitcher in 2005 he was an all-star he won 15 games he led baseball in innings he is Levon Hernandez the dude the, the Meister dude himself Love um and then oh. my second baseman uh, i'm just gonna go jamie carroll just because you know there's no one else <laughs> <laughs> that's
2: what i keep saying we're down to the dregs here There are not hey. good. good hey, you sound good hey thanks i tried dropping out and logging out and logging back in so anchor screw you you're awful
3: it worked Okay, well, Ryan just went Levon Hernandez, and then uh, the steal of the draft, Jamie Carroll.
2: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, let me see. I'm gonna go the shark, Roger Bernardino. just because wow. I liked him, <laughs> and I, it's, he's he's a utility player. I'm going.
3: All right. Well, so what positions do you still need? Um,
2: um, let me see. I've got a first baseman. Who did I go with for second base? Cabrera, right? Yeah. And then third, I've got... Escobar. Escobar. Uh, Shortstop, I've got Trey. Um, I've got all the pitchers. Outfield, I've got Bryce. Morse and Bernardina. Morse and Bernardina. Okay. All right. Well,
3: I might have to do it, but I'm not doing it now. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, wait. Is this it? Yeah, these are the last two picks,
2: right? Yep. No!
3: (laughs) You got to do it. (laughs) Well... The first pick, I need an enforcer in my team. I need someone who doesn't take crap from nobody.
1: Tom Wilson. I'm going
3: going with the true enforcer, the person everyone wants in their team, but no one will
0: admit it. The best center fielder in Nats history, Niger Morgan. God, I love him so much. Wow. Slams glove down frustration because he didn't rob a home run, allowing an inside-the-park home run. (laughs) Legend.
2: (laughs) That is a legendary move. It is. I,
3: I need the the pure emotion on my team.
2: <laughs> yeah, then you should have taken Papplebond.
3: <laughs> who? Uh,
2: Papplebond. Who? Emotion. Pure emotion.
3: Ryan, I don't want to do it. You have to. <laughs> stupid last pick of my draft. I'm going freaking Jason Ward.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it makes me happy. (laughs) All right, I'm thinking Jamie Johnson for the band.
0: Ryan, you're screwed. (laughs) All right, so I could go with the best manager in history, Matt Williams. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Or I could go with the guy who had the easiest path in playoffs history, Dusty Baker, Or I can go with the man who has the highest winning percentage in franchise history because he managed three games, John McLaren. Um, Choices, choices. (laughs) No love for
3: Frank Robinson.
0: Who? (laughs) (laughs) Um,
3: um, (laughs) Uh, No, 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 no.
0: no. Just go with the future manager. Go Joe Girardi. Joe Girardi. (laughs) Um, I'm a man of the people. I really like toothpicks. So I'm going to go Matt Williams. I knew you were going to do that. (laughs) Hey, man. He won the NL Manager of the Year for a reason. Wrongful firing. Changed my mind. I don't mean that, but I got to hype my guys up. We got to pull a Rizzo and talk about our guys in a positive light, even though we don't believe it. Exactly. And taking Matt Williams is funnier than taking uh, Dusty Baker. (laughs) That's going to trigger so many people. Oh, you didn't take Dusty. Uh it's not funny. <laughs> <laughs> Why well, take a good manager when you can take someone who was a disaster for one season? <laughs> <laughs> Ticket totally two seasons. uh I guess he was a disaster ah, for one season. <sighs> Alright,
3: well I think we lost a man again, so yep. I'm gonna do her I'm gonna do her spiel off the top of my head. So we're gonna take this time <laughs> to pause for station identification <laughs> and I don't know her spiel. Uh, we have a library okay. podcast, including Half Street High Heat. Um, that's really the only one that matters. Uh, just kidding. Uh, library podcast with the DMV DMVSN. Um, oh, she's back.
2: She can no, I'm water. impressed. Keep going. I can hear you. So. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea what's wrong with my audio tonight, but that was that was excellent work. I'm very
0: You have impressed. a droid. That's not your problem.
2: <laughs> yeah, me, so I don't think it's that. <laughs>
0: Uh,
3: including it's about time DC and the Dom and Thunder Show. Um, oh, we cover Caps, Wizards, Ravens, Redskins. They're a team too. Um, <laughs> so yeah, make sure you go check them out. Like, subscribe. Check them out on anything but Anchor, since Anchor sucks.
2: Yes. Um,
3: YouTube, SoundCloud. Uh, I believe one's on Twitter, and then of course Apple Podcasts and Spotify.
2: Nice. Nicely done. Okay, so Uh, this next segment is a mystery segment that Nick is the only one who knows what we're doing, so enlighten us.
3: Yeah, so basically I was inspired, basically uninspired by the Nats, so inspired to do anything to avoid talking about how bad they are on the podcast, so I decided to ramp up some some internal competition between the three of us. Well, I guess the two of you, since I'm clearly the best. Um... (laughs) And we are going to play some Nats trivia. Oh, that was my sound effect. That was okay. Done. So, in true MLB fashion, we will do best of seven. Not the Nat Not that the Nats would know because they wouldn't. They've never gotten that far. <laughs> um, but we are doing best of seven. But if someone wins before seven, we're just going to do all seven because I took the time to find seven questions. <laughs> okay. All right. First question. Oh, wait. Me, are we buzzing in? Yeah, yeah. Let, let me. Let, so we're gonna buzz in, so that way we don't have two people like shouting answers at once. The keyword to buzz in is
0: Davy. Bananas. No, nope, Davy. 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 Okay. Davy. Davy. Okay. All right.
3: Question number one. Who was the player to hit the first cycle in Nationals history? Davy, Amanda,
2: Trey Turner,
0: incorrect. Oh, Ryan, Davy, chance to steal. Um, Nigel Morgan. (laughs) Wow, I honestly thought that was easy. I honestly thought that was an easy
3: question. The correct answer is Brad Wilkerson. God, that was my next guess (laughs) behind Nigel Morgan. All right, so nobody gets a point. So. And we'll be so decided it's like to just cancel that game. We're,
2: we're channeling our team. <laughs>
3: All right. <laughs> well, if you didn't get that one right, this is going to be a rough segment. Because <laughs> 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 it definitely did not get any easier. All right. We're throwing it back with question number two. In what year were the Montreal Expos founded as a team? Davey. Ryan. 1972. No. Damn it. Amanda, you have a chance to steal. 1976? <laughs> nope. Oh, Ryan. Nope, right. right. No. David, no, David. No.
0: David, David, no. David. No, David. no.
3: <laughs> the correct answer is 1969. <laughs> Damn it. <Nice. laughs> you, I thought you would have gotten that, Ryan. i <sighs> disappointed.
0: All right, well. Punched through like, my wall.
3: It looks like the first person to answer a question, right? We'll get this one. <laughs> okay. Next question: <laughs> Who was the first Nationals pitcher to win twenty games in the season? Davey, mm. Ryan, Jordan Zimmerman. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> Amanda,
2: uh, Davey. It, Amanda. Uh shit! I mean, three shoot! Seconds. This is a family podcast. Um, three, uh,
3: two, terror. one. <laughs> Alexa. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> no, Gio Gonzalez.
2: What is it really Gio? My, yeah. on my team, check that out.
3: That, oh, my God.
2: <laughs> <sighs> All right,
3: well, through three questions. It is wow, we should
2: have had Nick play this game instead of us, Ryan. We're not
3: very <laughs> I told good you answer. guys I was a lot better than you.
0: Hey, uh, my defense, I'm 12. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Yeah, and in med school. <laughs> <laughs> and drinking beers at Nats games. <laughs> and an
2: established journalist. <laughs> All right. This is very so, professional. This is very
3: professional. Three questions. at a score of negative three to negative three. All right. So,
2: it should just be zero, zero. I don't think we get negative points.
3: Uh, he's nope, making negative. the rules, Amanda. That's true. You're just looking <laughs> fine. Okay. Next question. Who was the opening day starter? in the 2008 inaugural game at Nats Park. Davey. Ryan. Leave on Hernandez. <laughs> no! <laughs> Amanda, Rad you have a chance team. to steal. <laughs> Wait, I can't tell if she's here or not. <laughs> Is she stalling and Googling? I hear
2: typing. Or anything. Oh, she's
3: back. Okay.
2: Okay. No, I have no idea if that helps. No, I'm not Googling it. All
3: right. Well, the answer is Odalis Perez. Oh, yeah. I
2: would not have gotten that one.
3: Yeah, you haven't gotten any of them so far.
2: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, but I could have gotten one like I had another guess. I might have gotten Geo. That one I wouldn't have gotten.
3: (laughs) All right. Well, we have three questions left, so we are turning into a best of three. (laughs) All right. All right. Segwaying from that question, in 2008, the inaugural game at Nats Park famously ended with a walk-off by one Davey, Ryan Zimmerman. Davey. No, I didn't ask the question yet! <laughs> Jesus! I don't know why you guys are so eager to answer. You haven't gotten anything right so far. Stop bullying me.
0: 2008
3: the inaugural game at Nats Park famously ended with a walk-off by one Ryan Zimmerman. Who was the winning pitcher in that game for the Nats? Davey, Ryan, (laughs) Mark (laughs) Blancid. Amanda, you have a chance to steal. (laughs) All right, Amanda's got nothing.
1: (laughs) I win. (laughs) Oh, my God.
3: (laughs) All right, Amanda, you have a chance to steal. Do you have the question or the answer to the question?
2: No, I have no idea. <laughs> That's All
3: right. The correct answer is John <clears> Roush. <throat>. All John right.
2: Joe? How many do we have left now?
3: <laughs> two. John Roush blew the save and then ended up getting the win. Okay. Because he gave up a home run, two run home run to Tipper Jones.
2: Ah, uh, that killer.
3: Yep. All right. So we have two questions left. <laughs> Score is negative four to negative four. All right. The Nets are one of two teams to never appear in a World Series. Name that other team.
0: Davey. Ryan.
3: The New York Yankees.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Wait, JK, JK, I actually know it. I actually know it. What is it? The Seattle Mariners.
1: Ryan Lowers! <laughs> All right. Somebody got one.
0: Thanks for <laughs> God, I'm so much better than you.
2: So much, a lot better, in fact,
0: so
3: far. (laughs) All right. Well, Ryan's up 1-0, going to the final question. But, however, in a twist, this question has a potential of three points. Oh. Yeah, I know. It's anybody's game. All right. During their time as the Expos in the 1990s, the (laughs) Expos went on to trade three people, two pitchers and a position player, the two pitchers went on to win a Cy Young on later in the career, and the batter went to win an MVP later in his career. Can you name those three people?
0: Davy, Ryan. We got Pedro Martinez. Yes, sir. We got Vladimir Guerrero. Yes, sir. Can you name the third? We got.
3: That's all I got. All right, Amanda.
2: The only can... one I had was Rodriguez. I don't know the. I don't know the batter.
3: Well, the batter was Guerrero, so.
2: Yeah. Oh, I mean, yeah, sorry. I'm, um, damn it. Who is it? Who is it? <laughs> I'm trying to think because I haven't got I'll a give, single damn one right. I'll give you
3: three seconds.
2: I three, should be Googling, but I'm not. Two. No, I don't know. I got nothing.
3: The answer is Bartolo Cologne. Ah, that's what I thought. I was like, no. no. So, in a massive turn of events.
2: <laughs> three to zero.
3: All right, uh, well, no, that was no. a terrible <laughs> second. <laughs> Ryan wins the negative one to like negative eight or nine. <laughs> well, there,
2: were, there were only seven questions. Well, I guess. Yeah, if you
3: but you, three you got three points, po- yeah. three points in the last one. So I keep score. Take your L. Oh, i have taken
2: it. That was a, that was a good now. I'll take it. Now.
3: All right. So <laughs> if you enjoy terrible trivia, come to the right place. And she's gone. <laughs> <laughs> What do tigers dream of when they take, take a, a little, little tiger, tiger snooze? Do they dream
1: of mauling zebras, zebras
3: or halle berry in our catwoman suit? A catwoman. woman well, don't you worry, your pretty strap at work. I'm gonna get you back. Can you guys? in your cozy type. Oh, she's back. I'm back. <laughs> I started singing. I heard something about a catwoman
2: like... suit, that was fun. My...
3: Well, yeah, I started singing during your absence to like, so that way I don't have to edit this part out.
2: Oh, nice. Okay.
3: Yeah, yeah, improvise, improvise. Improvise.
2: All right, well, uh, we have just one segment left, which is our Twitter questions and worst tweet of the week. So let's get to it. Our first one is from Dom and Th- at Dom and Thunder um, when Trey comes back. So this was from last week. So we'll say now that Trey is back, would you start Dozier full-time at second base and keep Howie in a super utility role where he may be more valuable?
0: Yes, because Howie is 35 and has long injury history. Uh, Dozier sucks offensively, but he's statistically one of the best defensive second baseman. Only second base does really matter, but Just roll with it. Yeah.
3: Like, I I get where people are coming from when they want Howie to play over Dozier once, like, everyone comes back healthy. Um, But I I just don't think that's smart. Like Ryan said, Howie is older. Uh, He benefits more from days off just as older vets do. Dozier is still providing you a ton defensively, and that's (laughs) one area where Howie isn't great at. Um, So – at that point, you just stick with Dozier and hope he turns it around um, and keep Allie, Howie in his uh very uh, productive role.
2: Yeah, I'm torn on this one, but I think if the Nats were closer in it, if it was really a, hey, if we had just one better bat, it might make a difference. I'd say you just got to play him and hope he can stay healthy, but as bad as they are, I, I think I'd rather – take it easy on Howie and and make sure we have him for the for the whole season rather than try to push him to play. We'll have him
3: until the trade deadline. Yeah yeah, I was gonna say we have him until the trade deadline where he's like super valuable (laughs) and we trade him for everything.
2: For everything. All of it. All right next question is also from Dom. He says at what point does local media start criticizing Rizzo for the construction of this roster?
3: Depends on your definition of local media. I mean yeah. As a mass they won't. They never will because if they haven't already, they they're just not going to. Yeah, the local media uh, is absolutely terrified of saying anything negative. Right. But you'll get some people like a Grant Paulson, um, or someone like that who covers uh D C sports and the Mats in particular who won't be afraid to uh to call out Rizzo. Um or even to Tom Soleil or Sam Portier. Shout out to our special guests. Yes. Um but no, as a mass they never will because like Ryan said, they're just too afraid. Well, I don't know if they're too afraid, but I think for the most part, they are blind homers too Shout out to man. Yeah, and it's hard to <laughs>
2: um, it's hard to criticize the team when you cover them every day because then they can make access. Well, they can make access really good. Yeah, play.
3: watch me do it.
2: <laughs> yeah, but I think when you actually need access to the players and the staff, and if you're too harsh on them, then it, it makes awkward, you know, the trying to get into them. So I sort of understand where the media is coming from with their reticence to criticize him. But I think at some point, it maybe this point, it, it's time for for that criticism to be coming. And I think you'll hear it more and more as the weeks go by.
3: Alexa, what does reticence mean?
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, triple word score for that uh, one.
3: <laughs> oh man, I thought I was on mute.
2: <laughs> the next one is from at Cubano Stromora, which is, will the GM make it through the season if our current play continues?
0: I'm um, pretty sure he has some like weird picks of the learners and learners will never fire that man, even though he should be let go. I'm pretty sure he has a name, too. That man's name is Mike Rizzo.
2: Yeah, we just talked about him on the last question, but you guys think he should be fired at this point? Like, would you do it now?
0: Uh, Ryan, you go ahead. So the Red Sox fired the GM during the middle of the season, and people crucified it. But it was actually pretty smart because it let them see what they have, see who they want to bring in, and let everyone in the front office analyze everything and go, all right, this is what we need. And then they hired Dave Dombrowski, who – has done a pretty good job, even though he has some questionable moves. Um, It's not uncommon to fire a GM during the middle of a season. I just don't see it happening with the Nats. Like, I would just because you can start interviewing your next people, get ideas with them, and you can truly understand the state of your roster and see how everything is constructed.
2: Hmm. I don't think I'd do it yet. I think Rizzo's done a lot of good things. His bullpen construction has been crap, and I'm open to the argument that he should lose his job because of it. But I don't know that right in the middle of the season right now is there's any benefit to it.
0: I just so, think they need like an, or, sorry, Nick. I just think they need like an organizational shakeup, like from bo- top to bottom, but go ahead, Nick.
3: I, I can definitely see from that aspect with you just want like a uh, or, organizational shakeup and kind of a culture change and whatnot. Um, obviously the GM uh, is a part of that uh, just as much as like a manager is. Um I might be in the minority here, but I don't believe Rizzo should be fired. Um, I think he had a good offseason. We all agreed that he had a great offseason. Uh, we all gave it an A plus or an A ranking. Um, and even, granted, they were way wrong. Uh, MLB.com posted an article before the year started saying the Nats had the fifth best bullpen in baseball. Looks like a joke now, but from other writers and people who cover the game, Uh, it looked like a good bullpen construction to them as well. And uh, I'm sure Rizzo thought the same, otherwise he wouldn't have done it the way he did it. Um, It hasn't played out, obviously, anywhere close to what we expected or what we even need to get by. But I I don't think Rizzo's to blame. If you want to argue for the point of an organizational shakeup, I will 100% um, entertain that argument. Uh, I think it's a valid point if you want to if that's your, your reasoning behind wanting Rizzo gone, but for his actual moves that he's made, I think he's made good
0: moves. They just haven't all worked out. Yeah, like, I mean, he did make good moves in the offseason. All of them had question marks to it, and it's pretty rare when every single move he makes, the question mark happens. But right, I just think 14 years of underperforming, like, I personally, I want everyone like I think they just need a clean house but it's dramatic so that's just my standpoint on it
3: no and like I I completely get it um I mean I don't know off the top of my head what year Rizzo took over but obviously he hasn't been um the GM the entire time the Nats have been in DC but I think he's done a lot of good oh absolutely he he butchered the deadline last season I will say that he did not handle it well whatsoever but at the same time, uh, in his defense, I think the learners kind of wanted to buy and kind of wanted to keep the perception that the Nats were still contenders. And that's why you saw the the move for Herrera when you did. Um, but then, like, we realized we still sucked. And that's why you kind of saw the late uh, yeah. waiver deadline trades. But, I mean, he's always been capable, even Herrera trade included, of making that trade happen at the deadline for something that we really need. Usually it's a bullpen piece, but whoa. But yeah, obviously uh, he, he's always been able to, uh, to make that, that trade when we need it. Usually it's a bullpen piece, um, but he's always been able to make a trade. And I mean, I think someone who's willing to make a move is someone I'd rather have than someone who's like way too passive and not willing to make a move. So yeah, I agree uh, with that. uh, And I, yeah,
2: if if they have somebody better in mind and they've got them lined up and to replace him, then fine. But don't just fire him to do a shake up. You need something.
3: yeah. I can agree with that too. Mm-hmm. Agreed.
2: All right. So that brings us to our worst tweet of the week. There's been a lot of chatting this week with Jason Worth since he's been showing up at games. So at Iback the Nats said, hashtag Jason Worth named new manager for the Nationals starting June 1st. Jason will bring real leadership to the dugout. Sets up mini boot camp for ailing bullpen that turns Nationals' season around. Daily batting practice locks bats for success. Bye bye Toot Blan and hit by pitch exclamation point.
0: So. I back the Nats. You're great. You're pretty nice. But do you. But this is a terrible tweet. <laughs> <laughs> Daily bat- batting practice happens every single day. very like, The
2: bats for success. <laughs>
0: okay. Bye
3: <Bye-bye> bye, two plan.
2: <laughs> and hit by pitch. I'm not sure how the hit by pitch would change.
0: I don't know. What is uh, a toot plan? Uh, that's just like really bad base training. Hey, Alexa, what's a two plan? <laughs> <laughs> I know. I'm just. All these, uh, all these nats, all these nats, worth tweets, man, they blow my life.
3: It, and that—that's like the thing that has been our overall kryptonite <laughs> as a fan base, as a team. It's like doing the same thing over and over again, expecting different results. And just because you think Worth has played for the nats and had like one good season, you think he's qualified to be a manager.
2: Right, or I mean, even if he was a good clubhouse leader, a player who's a good clubhouse leader doesn't make you a manager. I just don't yeah, understand badly. this obsession with whether you were a worth fan or not i mean i I liked worth part of the time he was here, and by the end his his contract was an albatross, but it's yeah. sort of irrelevant at this point. His contract's over, and he doesn't play for the team anymore, but i don't well, I truly don't understand this obsession with him as a man.
3: technically, he's still being paid. I'm pretty sure <laughs> um
2: like anyone who ever played for the net
3: right. <laughs> But I mean, like Davey was a first time manager. Matt Williams was first time manager. How are those turning out? First time managers our are really tell your
2: those. office.
3: Yeah, yeah. Like if there was a, if the manager market was absolutely dry, there was no one. I still wouldn't pick Jason Worth. I'd rather have a player manager. No, I'd I'm rather. Ha- I'd, I'd rather have Max Scherzer as our manager and still pitching than I would have <laughs> Jason Worth as our manager.
2: That would be kind of sick, actually. <laughs>
3: I'm just here for it. doesn't make sense. I don't get it. What did he do? <laughs> Imagine Max as our manager. Like, he would never pull himself from the games. I know. He already <laughs> shows up as manager every single <laughs> star.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm here for it. His arm be falling off. You're like, hey, Max, you coming out? F you. <laughs> <laughs> he,
3: he, like, talks one eye to the other. It's like his bra- his brown eyes, the manager. His blue eyes, like, the pitcher. He's just, like, <laughs> yelling at each other.
2: Oh, my. All right. Can you guys hear me? Yeah. Yep, we can. Okay, good. I'm glad I'm still here. My audio sucks tonight. So, sorry to all of you people who listen to this podcast because my audio has been an issue for the entire time.
3: Sorry to me but, for having to edit this.
2: Yes. RIP your evening. Sorry about <laughs> that. So, uh, I think that'll do it for us unless you guys have anything else. Nope. Bye all day. right. Well, I you guys. Into, yes, Fire Davey, hashtag Fire Davey. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed it. Thanks for listening, as always. Please subscribe so you get notices when we record and leave us reviews. We really appreciate it. Again, you can get me on Twitter at A White 7877. You can get Nick and Ryan at DC Nat Shack and the show at Half Street High Heat. You can find DMV Sports Network at the website, dmvsportsnetwork.com, or on Twitter at DMV underscore SN. So if you want to join, they're always looking for people. So uh, reach out to them via the website or via DM on Twitter. You guys have a great week. i um, looking forward to Game of Thrones. Do not. It's going to suck. One last <laughs> time. Later. Bye. See ya. Give me the bridge now.
1: Evening, busting loose can be pleasing. Talk about busting loose, stop. Busting loose in the meantime. Busting loose make you feel fine. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corrient.